This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a Bachelor podcast and part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast. I'm Natalie Zamora and Ashley is not joining us today, but we have a very special guest here to give us all of his Bachelor Nation knowledge. Vince is the managing editor at Double Tap and another Bachelor fan here at Minute Media. So thanks for coming on, Vince. You're welcome. You did steal me for a second, uh, <laughs> a bunch of seconds, actually. <laughs> Awesome. So uh, I know you're a huge fan of the franchise or you love to hate it. You still watch it, even though you claimed you weren't going to watch it anymore. What do you think of this season so far? So Bachelor in Paradise (laughs) is it's perfect. This is the most perfect thing on television. Perfect bad thing. Perfect good thing. I don't really care. It's perfect. (laughs) First of all, the the way that they've just broken the fourth wall and decided that we are going to talk about Instagram. We are going to talk about followers. We are going to talk about all this stuff that really to this point in the franchise, everybody knew existed, but it had just kind of been taboo to actually mention it. They're mentioning it now. And that is creating storylines. And even beyond just the backbone of this franchise of the who's here for the right reason situation, it's like, we're actually directly talking about this stuff now and I actually think it's been a really interesting element what do you think yeah no I agree um it's definitely brought on a ton of drama and we love drama so that's really all I can ask for um paradise is definitely the better of the shows I would say because everything is just chaos at all times and I love that and it doesn't feel like too petty of drama because there's an equal amount of women and men. So it's not like the women ganging up on each other or anything like that. I think everyone's just there kind of for themselves and for their own reasons. So it's hilarious. Yeah. I really think the producers are pitching a perfect game so far this season. Again, knowing exactly what they're doing with the order of who comes down and when, and we knew the Brendan Piper thing was going to blow up and the date last week with the random people that just came in halfway through paradise. It was almost, I told you this on G chat and you didn't like it cause you don't like the show, but it really for a minute did seem like they tried to mix the bachelor with temptation Island. And as somebody who is driving captain <laughs> and recruiting for the temptation Island bandwagon, it was just so perfect for me. They should, they should do something like this every season. I, I'm in love with everything that the evil genius producers are doing this season. I agree. And I think that they're not doing too much. It's just a little bit it's like, all right, now, you know, Brendan and Natasha are in a good place. Let's send down Piper. Um, and yeah, it's a lot. And so much is happening. So let's definitely start out talking about Brendan and Piper, because that's what happened in last night's episode. I definitely was like, they need to get out of here. Please open up on this note, because why did Chris go home? Why did Atlanta go home? when Brennan Piper did the same exact thing, but way worse. Um, So the beginning of the episode, Natasha is obviously very hurt about what happened. She's hurt that everyone didn't give the same energy to Brennan and Piper as they did to Chris and Alana. And Demi, of course, chimes in with her two cents. I want to know how you feel about Demi this season, because I think you have feelings. So here's my thing. (laughs) Anybody always on the show is a cloud chaser. Mm Mm-hmm. But Demi specifically calling anybody else a cloud chaser is just hilarious to me, especially because in the opening of the show, the in almost paradise, whatever, what is her thing? She is stirring an actual pot. Yeah. We're only on this show intentionally to cause drama. Why? So that you can get more clout. Let's, let's just call a spade a spade here. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. It's all a game. We're all playing the game and I respect it. But after a while, let's, let's set off on like the we're the high horse of of paradise situation it just kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah we always kind of go back and forth on the podcast about how we feel about Demi because I think Ashley was more of like she doesn't need to be on here anymore she you know did her thing 
Um, she's kind of past that and I agree, but also I just love her. I think she's hilarious and so entertaining. So I was happy to have her on my screen again, but this season it was a little much and I think, um, it was her time to go. So I'm glad that she did. I don't think the producers did her a whole lot of favors this time around, but the other thing that on the topic of Demi, there were two things that stuck out. First of all, Brendan is a heel. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pro wrestling fan. Brendan is a bad guy. We don't root for bad guys. But a small part of me does appreciate good villain work. And when Demi was dressing down Brendan and he just goes, I know you wrote the rule book on relationships in paradise, but I actually laughed heartily at that comment because it was kind of hilarious. Um, the other thing about Demi is as she's leaving, grocery store Joe put on his psychologist hat, my Italian king. <laughs> and he just said, Demi, it's, it, she's really tough to get to know, I'm paraphrasing, but I really think she just wants to be loved. And I hope yeah. that she finds love. And I was like, that was so wholesome, Joe. God, I, 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 could, I could stand him for a very long time because I just, you know, I, I love positive Italian men, but we don't need to go there. I do love him too. And yeah, I know we've talked about that on this podcast too. It's like everything she's been doing is because, you know, she's insecure. She does want people to love her. She wants all that attention, which at the end of the day is really, really sad. And it got to a point where I think it was really hard to watch, you know, what she was doing because she wasn't getting the love that she wanted from Kenny or from really any guy she threw herself on, which sucks because she's great. She kept saying, like, I'm fun, as if that's the only thing that she has going for her, which is not true at all. Um, But anyway, so (laughs) I can't stand Brendan. I don't care if he's a good villain. He sucks. Um, I was so ready for him to leave. And Joe leads the whole crew to confront Brendan and Piper. It's Deandra, Marissa, Natasha, Demi. um, And Brendan gets defensive pretty quickly. And this whole thing of like, we weren't in a, an exclusive relationship keeps coming up, which like, does that matter at all? No, it doesn't. And that is the thing that when people know they're got, mm-hmm. do they try to specifically point out 100% logistics and make sure that your words are exactly what, well, you are saying that specifically this happened, but actually the specificality of these words is, is more true. It's just the thing that people do when they know they're got and they've got nothing else to do to try to flip it on somebody. My one question though, it is Joe and the group of five women. Where are the other men? Do they just really like Brendan that much that they weren't a part of this? Uh, like wh- where was everybody else? There's like 18 other people on the island right now, right? Like where where were they? Yeah, especially Riley, because Riley was so on board with kicking Chris out for the whole Jasenia thing. And I didn't realize that everyone was best friends with Brendan. Where did that come from? Um, But I guess that's the case. I really don't know. You know who else didn't realize everybody was best friends with Brendan? Uh, Natasha, but I imagine (laughs) we'll get to that later. I know. It's so tragic. I hate everything about it. I was cringing. Um, But another thing, too, that Brendan kept saying is, like, that he and Natasha were never romantic, which, like, stop making it worse and they kiss it's not like they didn't kiss I was just like I don't see the point of even saying that you did lead her on you were giving her a rose didn't matter if like you in yourself were like I'm not attracted to this person or I don't see a future with them you still did it there was enough going on that Piper sure seemed annoyed about it for a couple (laughs) minutes when she first came to the island yeah like, yeah. I don't really like, again, we need the, the, the inconsistency here is the, the biggest thing going on to me. I know. And another thing too, I just have so many things that bother me about what Brendan says, so I won't go off forever. But the last thing besides disgruntled free females, because I know everyone on Twitter had a field day with that. That was absolutely terrible. But he also kept defending himself and saying like, well, we wouldn't have had the time to spend together if we didn't come on the show. And it's like, yeah, we know that's the issue. Like he kept saying it as if that was going to be in defense or something. It's like, oh, everyone will just understand if I just say, you know, we wanted a free vacation and we wanted to spend, you know, a month alone together. It's like that. Yeah. That's why everyone's mad. Yeah. Two things on that. First of all, 
there's no greater way for someone to tell me that they don't respect women than just generally use the word females as liberally as Brendan seemed to in that moment. Like, I like tell me that you don't respect women without telling me you don't respect women. Uh, But number two, the entire idea of, you know, like, oh, like, you know, we wouldn't have had a chance to spend all this time together. Natalie, let me ask you a question. Do you think it would be more conducive to forming a longstanding relationship with somebody? If you were to just date them, meet them, maybe hang out once or twice a week, you know, do the weekend thing where it's like Friday night and you get dinner, but then you stay out. And so you just kind of make a whole weekend out of it Saturday into Sunday and you go home at like five o'clock Sunday night and then maybe see him once during the week or to only see that person nonstop for like four weeks. Well, yeah. What do you think is probably the better way to form a relationship with somebody? Yeah, definitely the first one, which makes it seem like they already did all that. And now they want the honeymoon. Um, Like they've hung out 10 times. I don't care if another person was with them or not. Like they were out and about, you know, all night probably. Um, So they already got past that first stage of the relationship, even if they weren't quote unquote exclusive. Yeah, it just, come on, y'all. The jig is up. We know what you're trying to do. Again, I've just accepted that this is what people who come onto this franchise are looking for now. And it really doesn't personally offend me all that much. But come on, you got you got caught. Just stop trying to stop trying to make something out of nothing here. Just, you know, take your loss and go home. Which they eventually did. Yeah, I know. I'm so happy. I was <laughs> the smile on my face when they came out and Brendan's like doesn't seem like this is going to be, you know, a good fit for us here anymore. I was like, good, goodbye. Everyone was just like, bye. See ya. Like no one cared. Um, and just them two together, their faces when they are in the limo leaving, um, hilarious. Cause they both looked so upset and so disappointed that their whole grand scheme completely failed. And I'm very happy about it. Again, massive shout out to the evil genius producers who made sure that they got all that audio of them talking a couple episodes ago is it really kind of brought everything together and was just chef's kiss beautiful and everything I wanted out of out of a paradise episode and even last night's episode they got more audio too of kind of Piper saying you know, I, I did want to get more followers, but I could have done it myself. Like I have a master's degree in marketing. I know how to get followers. Clearly you don't, you just lost a shit ton because you said all this stuff. Also, it's like you have those followers because you were on the bachelor and you're pretty. It's not because you have a master's in marketing. Hello. Right. Uh, does a master's in marketing really matter all that much? If you look like, what is the difference between getting a master's in marketing versus just not and yeah. also using a, a regular marketing degree. Like it, if there's an argument to be made that maybe you paid a little too much money to, you know, for this expertise in marketing, but I digress. Yeah. And it's like, or for social media purposes, just to get more followers, I don't think there's a difference between her having a master's degree in marketing and just a girl in their young twenties who uses Instagram a lot. Like, come on. No, not at all. <laughs> Right. In that case, there's like eight and a half million people in the country right now who more or less are qualified for a master's in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, if that's all you know how to do is get more followers. I'm happy they're gone. I will not miss them. And I'm curious to see kind of the fallout of, you know, their future with the franchise, if they're going to keep dating, if they're still together. I haven't really seen anything yet. But of course, they are being like serious seriously harassed on social media which is terrible that it's so stupid people take these things way too far in this franchise and just unfollow them that's what i did just unfollow them they wanted followers now they don't have as many that's it that's all they need they don't need nasty comments no it's ridiculous and it just shows that maybe the people who watch this stuff take it a little too seriously or don't really have a a good center of themselves to begin with because you and I and everybody else has come on this podcast can sit here and joke around with these people. We all understand the game that we're playing and it's just a, it's just a show. It's just, you know, lighthearted television at the end of the day, 
never in my life am I going to angrily tweet at somebody. I'm not going to tweet at anybody. I don't use Twitter, <laughs> but I'm never going to angrily tweet at somebody. I can't believe you did this. You hurt my feelings so badly. I think people just need to center themselves a little bit more and kind of try to figure out more healthier ways to, to find happiness than this. Yeah. A hundred percent. So everyone listening, don't comment on either of their pages, forget it happened, unfollow them. That's fine. That's all you need to do. So they're gone from at least this season, who knows what'll happen next. And then we have our cocktail party. I absolutely hate when a rose ceremony isn't at the end of an episode. And last week we had two episodes, no rose ceremony. I've been waiting for this damn rose ceremony for so long and we're finally getting there. But of course, we have the cocktail party first. A few developments during this party. Of course, Marissa and Riley are kind of uh, progressing further in their relationship. They're so adorable. They have this whole whipped cream thing, which was a little bit gross. And it also just went on for too long. Like, I don't know why they had to show their entire date, it felt like. It was like an entire segment. Yeah. Like, uh, I... I yeah. So two things kind of at once. I think that we've seen a lot this year. Again, when it comes to breaking the fourth wall, ABC has really started actually showing these people in sexual situations. Mm-hmm. I think there are three different times during the course of this season. Now we've seen a couple in the boom, boom room, which by the way, astutely pulled from, are you the one all the way back in 2013, which we can talk about or not, but, Uh, we've seen that three different occasions. And I think in generally, you know, when we think of everything else that has happened in this, in the show and until in the bachelor bachelorette, until you get to fantasy suites for the most part, Mm -hmm. sex is not even talked about. It's almost as if this is you, this doesn't even count in building a relationship. Mm -hmm. And we've seen paradise this season really kind of turn itself on its head and and really kind of show those sexual situations more, which I think in general is a good thing. It just makes these people see more normal. It destigmatizes something that is very normal in relationships. Mm-hmm. It's also just very weird to me that the only thing that we have seen about Riley and Marissa is their physical and sexual relationship. And there's a lot of people probably a lot more smarter than me who can, you know, who can make some more communications and dots there, but it, it was kind of weird to me watching that last night. Yeah, I agree. And I'm all for Marissa and Riley. I think they're so cute together, but I would also like to see like some conversations. What do they talk about? What do they have in common? They're both hot. So like, I'll take it, but what else is there? There there's definitely something else there because they're very clearly head over heels for each other right now. Right. Who are they as human beings? What is their story? Like, where's the little miscommunication that we can get 10 minutes out of? Like yeah. what happened with Noah and Abigail a couple of weeks ago? Like, give me, give me something that actually shows these, that you ABC care about these people as human beings. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a little, like five minute scene or like not even five minutes, a two minute scene of just them talking about random BS, like a couple would, you know, I don't know. I guess there's just so much going on. In this season that they need to just cut cute moments. I don't know. But another dramatic moment at the cocktail party was Tammy and Thomas. Um, Not really a fan of either of them, to be honest. Thomas was definitely sketchy on Katie's season. Tammy was a troublemaker on her season. And she's just coming in on Paradise, starting drama she was all good with Aaron and then out of nowhere went to Tam- or went to Thomas, started making out with Thomas in front of Aaron. Aaron is his own thing. But now, um, last week, Thomas went on a date with Becca. It seemed to be perfect. They really, really like each other. So Tammy's like, I need to find out what's up. Am I going to get a rose? Also, it's my birthday. So let me try to figure this out. And her tactic was pretty bad she went to talk to Thomas and basically like confessed her love saying you're my best friend which was weird considering they met what two weeks ago um and Thomas was honest with her and said you know I really liked my time with Becca and all of this and Tammy just wouldn't take it she's like why though like what can I do to make me to make me more likable and like all of that and I just wanted to 
cry. It was so cringy. A couple things. First of all, you saw Tammy going through the entire like five stages of grief in yeah. one two and a half minute conversation where it was like bargaining and sadness and anger. It's kind of, <laughs> she just was processing the grief you know, over the course of this five minute conversation or however long it actually went. But my biggest takeaway from this entire situation if I am ever on one of these shows, I am not telling anybody it is my birthday ever. Yeah. I'm not giving you anything. As soon as they knew it was her birthday, oh, this is going to be great. This girl is going to be humiliated on her birthday. And that's not going to be me. No, I know. That's such a good point. I never thought about it. Um, yeah. No, nope, nothing ever goes right on your birthday in paradise. You're going to be heartbroken. And, uh, God, just thinking back to it, I, I really had to cover my eyes because I'm someone who I just get embarrassed easily. If someone's telling me I kind of like someone else, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to go, I'm not going to sit there and be like, but why not me? And, uh, I can't a younger, a younger and much less evolved version of myself would have done something like that. So <laughs> I, uh, uh tammy was speaking to my 25 year old soul which i think she is only 25 so uh you know i i i resonate with you tammy but yeah that was that was rough it was it was a lot um but you know she's she's gone now she didn't get a rose and something else that was talked about a lot on twitter which I screamed because it was just terrible is that when she's crying and saying you know this happened on my birthday Last year, I had COVID on my birthday, and this is so much worse. What are your thoughts on that? Because I can't even process mine, to be honest. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's better to just talk a little bit less. <laughs> I, could, I also wonder if that was a producer manipulation situation where maybe even the producer just came out and was like, Tammy, how does this compare? Yeah, to, you know that, and you know that's just that's bad. That's uh, that's a kind of tone deaf thing to say, and not particularly great. But uh, uh, oh, Tammy. Yeah, not flattering at all. I hope it was some type of producer play, but hope she's doing better now. Um, I'm sure she'll get over Thomas because, like I said, it's been a couple weeks. So I hope she has more friends than just Thomas. There was apparently a playful little Instagram back and forth that I saw on the Bachelor subreddit, which is mm -hmm. the addiction that I can't kick. But they <laughs> apparently, Thomas said something about, uh, you were my best friend, et cetera, and all this stuff. And she responded back heartily or something. So I feel like maybe mm. it's all it's all good there. That's good to hear. The the Bachelor forums, isn't that what they called it on a on Katie's season? They're like, you're looking through the forums. And I was yelling, like, it's called Reddit, but maybe they weren't allowed to say Reddit. I don't know. That was really weird. Right. Uh, I, I, I would like to not acknowledge the forums, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. So, all right. So I guess that was the cocktail party. Then we're leading into the road ceremony. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back to talk about the rose ceremony. Okay, so I got really emotional during the rose ceremony. I love this show, but I hate when it makes me cry because it's a dumb show that I it's love like you're so giving much. In. Yeah. You're letting um, them win. <laughs> exactly. And that totally happened last night because the rose ceremony is about to start and we know there's supposed to be five girls going home we know of course Natasha is one of them because Brendan was the only guy she was talking to she didn't form any new connections um because she really didn't have time and she was heartbroken so Wells comes out and basically says you know it wasn't fair what happened we're gonna bring out another rose for Natasha so she can have another shot and immediately Natasha just get starts bawling which I wasn't expecting and then I was getting teary-eyed and I was like what the hell is happening this is the fair thing but I was so surprised I was also surprised and just leave it to Wells to deliver that sort of message and just his wholesome way that he yeah. does things I thought that was a cool moment and again the this show exists to play off our emotions and mm -hmm. I think that they got 
the what you are describing is exactly what they wanted to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. And as we will get into later, Natasha continued to take these turns might not necessarily have worked out that well, but it's great. It's great that it happened. She seems like just a generally cool person. Like I would enjoy hanging out with her. I feel like that's just like, she also seems like way too mature for this franchise, mm-hmm. but also witty enough to be a good narrator. I, I think she's just phenomenal as a character on the show. Yeah, I love her. And the amount of things that happened to her with Brendan and then also just with Joe and, you know, she's taking these punches and she's doing them gracefully, which I don't think I would do. I'd be like, the universe is telling me I'm just not good enough for love. So I'm going to go, which she doesn't do at all. So (laughs) commend her. She's awesome. Um, So Tammy, Demi, Jesenia and Deandra leave. I really wanted Jasenia to stay on longer, but of course, um, you know, she got rid of Ivan, went to Chris, Chris got rid of her, just one of those things, the game of paradise. So she unfortunately left. Um, and I guess Ivan now has a new romance with Kendall, which came out of nowhere and probably right. won't last because Kendall is obsessed with Joe. Right. We didn't see that at all. No. I think it was just one the next they show the next day after the rose ceremony and Ivan and Kendall are kissing. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, I'm all, I am all in on this. I am here for this connection. Love <laughs> Ivan, love Kendall. I was all here for this, but it doesn't, as you alluded to, seem like it's going to end all that well. Yeah. So I guess people are just getting desperate. They need to couple up, um, which always happens. But now that the rose ceremony is over, people can really do whatever they want for a couple of days. Um, We get a new arrival from Blake Monar, not to be confused with Blake Moines from the same exact season. Um, I have no opinion on him at all, but he comes on and he's like this huge hot commodity because he has tattoos and nice hair, which I was like, the bar is kind of low. I don't know. Yes. The bar is extremely low, like shockingly, terrifyingly, I'm worried for all of our humanities low. And that just doesn't apply to The Bachelor. But specifically (laughs) in this context, it also applies. I know. And even the guys were like, I mean, he's like a good looking guy. He's a handsome guy, like getting nervous. And I'm like, I guess he's fine. Like, I didn't think anything (laughs) of him. But immediately, Tia is obsessed with him. She's like, I just think tattoos are so hot for as long as I can remember. It's like her personality trait at this point. And I'm not the biggest fan of Tia. I just find her annoying. When she was on Paradise with Colton, I just found her kind of annoying. That's the only thing I got there. Yeah, they need to change her lower third to finally over Colton to uh, attracted to tattoos from the time she was 10 years old or whatever it was. I laughed out loud at that. I know. I'm like, you're really, really honing this in. Like, we we get it. We believe you. You like tattoos. It's not that weird of a thing. Um, but yeah, she sees Blake and she's like, oh my God, he's a tatty daddy. I love him, whatever. And she previously had a thing with James and he's all, you know, disappointed. He's like, I don't have any tattoos. So I guess I'm out of the running now. That's the that's number one <laughs> thing. You, that is That is it. Of all the things that you don't have going for you, James. Number one is that you don't have twos. Uh, can we back up for just a second, though? Yeah. I, I'm a little bit older than you. I understand. I might not be. I'm aging myself out of the core demographic <laughs> of the people who watch this show. Have you ever heard the phrase "taddy daddy" before? No, I've never heard what? it. I was like, "What is this? This is new to me. I'm I'm uncomfortable. I don't understand what's going on here. I no. just wanted to make sure that I wasn't I wasn't alone in that." No, not at all. I've never heard that. It was definitely just something she made up because she's whatever. Um, Yeah, I didn't like it. I just thought it was annoying and weird. And yeah, but I guess they are a thing now. Seems like they're like in love already. They have their date. They really hit it off. And it was weird because they kept saying like, it's as if we had met before. And I was like, oh, no, is this another one like did they date before the show well there was it was very subtle i don't know if you caught it but there was a very subtle moment too where tia was like this is the person i was here for or maybe it was blake who said i don't remember but one of them said this is a person i was hoping would come here and they didn't go into it any further than that but i caught it and i was like huh interesting 
Yes, I heard that too. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Like how? No one knows who Blake Monar is. <laughs> I'm sorry. You did, were you just watching the season, writing down everyone that had tattoos? And you're like, all right, this guy, I'm here for him. It was really weird, to be honest. And I don't think they dated before, just because like how many times can this happen <laughs> in one season? But it was weird. And then he said, like, who cares what everyone else thinks? And she's like, oh, I usually care. So you need me to like, I need you to like talk me down or something. So it's like, are they expecting backlash? Yeah. Also, that seemed like an extremely healthy relationship dynamic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I don't really know. I guess we're going to see how this goes. But uh, yeah, I'm with you with Tia where it's just kind of she's there. Yeah. I don't really have strong feelings either way about her. But it was almost like, here's the thing. When Raven was here, I really liked her. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like Tia, is, who is friends with Raven in real life, by the way, is just kind of like a knockoff version of Raven. Yeah. I just have not been able to, to shake that. Yeah. I've not been able to shake that feeling the entire time Tia's been on this franchise, which maybe it's a me thing. Maybe it's my own problem. I don't know. No, they definitely have similarities. They sound the same. They talk the same. Um, and I'm also a huge Raven fan. So maybe I feel it's the same exact way as you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not interested in this relationship at all. Whatever. She seemed hot and heavy with Kenny a day before. So who knows what's going to happen? She's getting dates left and right. So good for her. That's fine. Um, and then the next person who comes on is Dr. Joe Park from Clarentasia season. And I told you over Gchat that I screamed. I saw the back of his head and I was like, Dr. Joe. And was (laughs) just so happy. I love this man. Yeah. And look, I'll just, yeah, a very, a very small personal anecdote is (laughs) a couple, a couple months ago, I went on a date with a woman who I don't remember. It was just one date, but it was either she was in med, med school with him or, uh, worked with him, but knew him, mm. said 100% he is just as good of a human being as it appears that he is. And I feel like that's just good news everybody needs because this person just <laughs> seems like a ray of light in this horrible, horrible franchise. Yes. Thank God for that because he does just seem really real and normal and so nice and just the way that he talks, I'm like, oh my God, I could talk to you for hours. Like he seems really awesome. So he comes on, um, he has such a cute personality. Like he's really fun. And, um, you know, I don't, I wonder, he goes for Natasha first. Do you think producers told him the whole situation and were like, go talk to Natasha? 100%, especially when you figure out what we are going to get to later where, we know that he also is a friend of Brendan's and Natasha clearly didn't know that we didn't know that until it happened, but the producers definitely knew that. So, you know, whenever somebody new comes in, the producers are are giving them the lay of the land, telling them who to go for usually because it's going to stir some drama where it's like, there's this one couple that's doing pretty well, but we know that if you asked her out, she'd probably say yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that this happened here just because we knew that it was going to start out as, Oh, Natasha is finally having some luck here. And we had seven and a half minutes of everybody telling them and telling us how much they wanted this to work out for Natasha Mm -hmm. just for the swerve to find out, wait, you're friends with Brendan. Oh no. It was again, when I say the producers are pitching a perfect game this season, (laughs) they are truly pitching a perfect game this season. Yeah, it was so disappointing. It seemed like they were heading it off. I mean, they're both very personable, outgoing, you know, charming, very nice. So just, you know, they go on the one on one, they're having a nice dinner, or not really because they don't eat at on the show, but they do have huge margaritas the size of their heads. And And this was... This was, these are the things that I look for because these are the things that I like to think I also would do in real life. And <laughs> Natasha is complaining about there's this giant bug in her drink. And Joe just goes, I'll take the bug and swaps drinks with her. And I'm like, you are such a kind human being. I love that yeah. so much. It's just like one of those little things that if you aren't wired that way, 
you mm-hmm. really are not going to go out of your way to do because it just doesn't come into your brain, but he does it. I'm like, you're so nice and I'm happy for you. And I'm just, this is wonderful. I know. I was like, wow, you were raised well. Your parents are awesome people because like you said, yeah, it's like not something that everyone would think of. And it was like not even a second went by. And he was like, oh, switch. I'll take it. It's fine. Like I'll drink the bug. And I'm pretty sure he does drink it because he's like, I can't get it out. It's like staring at me and then just takes like a huge gulp, which is hilarious. I mean, nothing's going to happen. It's a bug, but that was so cute. Yeah. Like you drink that bug, Dr. Joe. (laughs) He's a doctor. So if anything happens, he can save himself, right? That's how it works. Exactly. Yeah. If there's if there's somebody who I would listen to or trust is going to be okay taking a bug, it's probably going to be him. <laughs> yeah. So things are going well. And of course, back on the beach, they're talking about like, oh, well, Brendan and Joe are really good friends, best friends, apparently, which... I guess I knew they were friends, but then I went on their Instagrams afterwards and was like, oh, they're like buddy, buddy, best, best friends. That's awkward. Um, And they're talking on the beach of like, well, she's probably not going to get into it that fast, you know, like she's not going to explain the whole thing and then go to the date. And Joe's like, so why aren't you taken? What's happened here? So obviously she has to go into the whole thing. And I think she did a good job of like not calling Brendan out, like not making him a bad guy. She was like, here's the basics. I don't really want to get into it. And his first reaction is my Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I knew it was not going to work out ever. (laughs) It all comes together. Everything was going so well. And even then we get to the end of the date and Natasha's walking back and she's just resigned saying like, well, he seems like a really nice person. Yep. Probably not going to work out. I know. I was almost like, uh, it was so funny because I kept thinking like, what would I do in that situation? Because if Joe was dating Natasha, like would Brendan care? I doubt it. But I'm assuming Joe just didn't want to get involved at all and anything that had gone on. So his immediate response is like, all right, I guess we can just like see where this goes and not really like put a label on it or like whatever. And I'm like, oh no, why say anything? I wouldn't say anything and then just let it like fizzle out. Yeah, in that situation, I probably would have just laughed at the unbelievable comedy of my life. Yeah. And just been like, well, it ain't my summer. And uh, just gone back and just gone back to the drawing board, tried to scout a little bit better prepare my team a little bit better for next season and hope that we uh we're maybe gonna have a little bit more luck it's like it's it's not my summer it's not my season (laughs) yeah uh that was really really sad because it's not like I thought they were meant to be or anything but they're both awesome people so I thought all right they're both gonna get at least like an ounce of happiness on the beach until something happens but no it was like two hours maybe an hour (laughs) and Anytime that it seems like they're setting something up mm-hmm. on the show, it goes one of two ways. Either it ends up being the over sappy, we get exactly what we want, we're so happy for this moment, <laughs> or we get the swerve that sometimes we see coming, sometimes we don't. Did not see the swerve coming. Maybe it's because I'm not on social media and don't know that they're best friends. Maybe there are people who are smarter than us that are very into this and know that. And if so, yeah. congratulations to you people. But I didn't see it coming. And it was like, they got me again. Yeah. Dang it. Me too. I knew they were friendly. Like I know because they were in the same season. They're all friends. But it's like, I didn't know you wouldn't date someone who your friend led on for two episodes or whatever. Like, obviously, it was nothing romantic, according to Brendan. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just a, a rough, a rough situation all around. Terrible. I feel so bad for both of them, but they'll be fine. They're both attractive, nice, like all the good things that no one else is on this show, they are. So they'll be fine. And then the last bit of this episode is uh, Serena and Joe. Serena is so obsessed, so happy. It's so cute. But the whole time I'm back in my mind, I'm like, something bad is about to happen. Because you know, whenever people are in a really good spot, producers are like, aha, we only did that. So you thought nothing would happen. So um, Serena's basically like, you know, talking to Wells and Wells is like, have you guys said I love you? And she's like, oh, maybe I will soon. She decides she wants to tell Joe first, which is cute. I think they're so cute together. 
their whole relationship, like their back and forth, their banter. So cute. I don't think that they're at a stage yet where they talk about their feelings, which might be a little alarming. Yeah, there's a moment where Serena goes, neither of our strengths is talking about our feelings. And again, I say, this seems like an amazing backbone of a relationship, not (laughs) being able to talk about your feelings, uh, which hurts me to say. And it hurts me to be so sarcastic about that because we have, you have already heard how I feel about grocery store Joe and Serena also seems like a vibrant and lovely human being. And I love them together so much, Mm -hmm. but if y'all let's, let's be real here. If y'all don't understand how to communicate and discuss feelings in a relationship, it's something bad's going to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. especially when your ex is on the same beach trying to get back together with you. It's a lot. In Serena's defense, she is like, what, 22? I mean, you still, you should start growing up at that point. But Joe is 35. He should probably know at this point, probably know how to talk about his feelings. Right. That was, yeah, again, that was kind of alarming. But the other thing was, we're going to transition into it. Kendall has a... Uh, obviously a visceral reaction to seeing them kissing. And by the way, actually one more aside before we get there, mm-hmm. the giant couch that always seems to exist there yes. is mind boggling to me. There is a scene where on that couch for a moment, uh, Thomas and Becca are laying and Joe and Serena are laying. And it's like, wow, they're both kind of kissing on this couch. This is kind of interesting. And then all of a sudden the next, the next scene we see Joe and Serena are hardcore making out. Yep. And Thomas looks like he's asleep. And I'm just, I would just, they should just big brother this and just show us like 24 <laughs> seven, what is on that couch? Because I don't know if it would be the best thing about television, <laughs> the most disgusting thing about television. Maybe I'm overhyping it in my brain. It would actually be kind of boring, but I was just enamored at the fact that Serena and Joe are going at it. And Thomas looks like he is 100% asleep. Yep, I thought the same exact thing and they showed it really fast. And I was like, wait, go back a second. What the hell? They were like touching Thomas's head, basically. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll chalk it up to like they're all drunk all the time. Someone's like passed out drunk. Other people are like making out drunk. I really don't know. But yeah, that couch, like just get a few smaller ones maybe. So then like 10 people don't just lay on one and they're all just like having an orgy. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's, there's a lot going on there, but I, it was, it was a lot. But anyway, I sidetracked this whole thing. Kendall, talk to us about Kendall. Yeah. So right after uh, Serena tells Joe, I'm falling in love with you. Joe says, I think I'm falling in love with you, which I was like, "Eh," he said, I think, I don't know. I'm crazy and like insecure. So I, in the back of my head, I'd be like, oh no, he said, I think, but Serena took it. She was like, oh my God, really? Yay. And they're obsessed with each other. It is cute. Um, So they're just like making out in front of everyone. And basically, Kendall is not happy. Ivan tries to kiss her. And she's like, no, I can't right now. Like, it's just all too much, which I like Kendall. But I was like, dude, come on. Ivan is the best. You could have been nicer about your rejection right there. I don't know. Hard (laughs) times. Hard times continuing for my friend Ivan. I know. Ivan is just too normal and cool that like on this beach he's boring because everyone else is crazy that's all I can like really the explanation I have but Kendall is now basically just like you know I either need to leave or I need to get Joe back but it looks like from the teasers she just needs more closure from Joe which is like girl no you don't you know you guys broke up you talked in the beginning of the season when you joined, he's moved on. I think you should just leave. That would be really the only best option I think would be for her to leave. Don't you think? Yeah. And also the entire conversation is just outrageous that they, I'm mean, even going back a couple episodes ago when she first got to the Island. Yeah. They broke up because he wants to be in the Midwest. She will not ever leave California. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. So there's no, there's no point in having this discussion, which makes me believe or makes me wonder what did the producers do to get Kendall to go to this Island? Because it seems like both Kendall and Joe have kind of come out and say that like, it wasn't necessarily edited in an accurate way. Shocking. Mm. But 
you know, it made it seem more that she really was looking for closure and wasn't trying to get back with him. But it just, you're a smart person. Yeah. What are you doing out here? What did they do to get her to come and sign up for this humiliation? That's what I'm trying to figure out because it makes no sense to me why she should have been on this island for one second. I know. It's like you have his number. I'm sure, unless you're blocked, like, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> like, right. I'm sure you have his number, like his email, his work email. You guys dated for like two years. I'm sure you have all of his contacts, his mom's number. Like, you could have contacted him if you needed this quote unquote closure. So it's a good question. I really don't know. And I hope it wasn't like Joe said he'll get back together with you if you come on the island. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That would be terrible. So I guess that's what's going to happen next week on Tuesday. And the other thing that they're teasing is two things. One, Ed and Damar are coming on the island. Ed is just so memeable that I'm like, all right, sure, I'll take it. And it looks like Marissa starts to like Damar and Riley's like, I'm not going down without a fight. And what the hell, dude? I love Riley. Come on, they need to stay together. Yeah, there's, there's going to be bad. But the other thing, now this could be one of those things that they tease in a preview that isn't actually that, that big of a deal. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Is there a hurricane coming? Yes, that was the other thing I was going to say. And it seems like they have to evacuate, right? Right. And now, look, I, I like to think that I pay a, more attention than the average person in the National Hurricane Center the this world. time of year. Yeah. But I don't remember, I could be completely wrong, but I, I don't know, I, I, I missed it. If there was, uh, I also don't know exactly where Paradise is. Is it somewhere in Mexico? Yeah, I think it's in Mexico, or at least it has been before. <laughs> yeah, I, again, maybe I'm wrong. It's been a pretty ridiculous uh, fall and summer, <laughs> it was in summer in the Gulf in terms of tropical weather. But it could be one of those things that is either a really, really big deal or something that they just played up that actually wasn't a big deal. Yeah, because I would imagine if they have, I mean, I don't know. I would imagine if they have to leave and take a break, that would have been hyped up like since the beginning, not one episode right. before. <laughs> right. My thought too, like, I feel like, especially as reporting came out about what happened, that that would have gotten out there, that they had to. Bachelor in Paradise had to pause filming for two weeks. And maybe it was. I could be completely wrong. I haven't consumed all of the media that's out there. So if you're listening and we're just completely wrong about this, know that I'm sorry for getting something wrong, but I'm not going to think about it for more than 10 more seconds. (laughs) Yeah, let's move on. And the funniest thing, too, about that teaser was Tia said something like, oh, before I was worried about, like, finding love. Now I'm worried about, like, staying alive. I'm like... (laughs) Shut up. You're doing an interview right now. You're on a really expensive set for ABC. You're not dying. Like they are taking very good care of you. Right. Yeah. And also like, you know, that's also kind of tone deaf when you think about the toll that tropical weather has actually taken yeah. on people uh, in the last couple of years. But we're, we, uh, we know better than we know better by now than to come to ABC in this franchise looking for them to handle things in an appropriate manner. So we gotta we gotta check our expectations at the door, I suppose. Oh yeah, definitely. So that was our episode. Definitely this week was less dramatic than last week, but I think it was very satisfying for Brennan and Piper to leave, for Natasha to stay, for Dr. Joe to come, just because I'm a huge fan of him. Um, so I guess looking ahead, I don't even know how many episodes are in the season. This was episode eight. There's still so many people on the island. Like, I don't know. Are, are there any couples that you see getting engaged at the end of this? Yeah, I actually, I really think Joe and Serena, it looks like they're going that way. Yeah. And maybe that's just like what I want to happen. And I am expressing my words of my feelings. I'm not sure if that sentence made any sense, but just <laughs> go with me here. But that's what I want to happen. And I, I think that they're going that way. You know, it could be one of those things. I mean, they said, I love you. I'm falling in love with you. I think I'm falling in love with you. (laughs) You know, we're still early in the process. We've only had three rose ceremonies and they're Mm -hmm. already using the L word. So I feel like that, if we are going to go back in Bachelor in Paradise analytics, you know, I think that would project that they're on, they're on that, on the way to being there. Um, That's probably the biggest thing for me. 
the other thing that is very weird about the season is we've gone to, it used to be you knew exactly what you were getting out of paradise. Six weeks, Monday, Tuesday, every week, that's it. Mm-hmm. This is week four, right? And now they've gone to just Tuesday and mm-hmm. it's just Tuesday for the next couple of weeks going forward. I have no idea why. Is it because, are is there going to be some overlap between Paradise and Michelle's season? Again, these are questions mm-hmm. that could potentially be answered that Out I don't there. actually know the answer to. Um, but I found it very weird. Or maybe they just don't want to go head-to-head with Monday Night Football, but I don't know why mm-hmm. in year seven of this show that would matter to them all of a sudden. I, it's very weird to me that it's just Tuesday now going forward. I know, and it's really confusing. I'm pretty sure this week it was because of football. And then starting next week, Dancing with the Stars is on Mondays with Matt James. (laughs) So I think that's why. But yeah, I don't know. It's confusing. And I have no idea when the finale is. Again, it might be information that's out there, but I don't know it. So we shall see. And I also think Serena and Joe are like the only couple in my head that I could actually see getting engaged. So Maybe Noah and Abigail, if they learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that too. I guess they just don't get enough screen time. So it's like, I don't know. I forget that they're there, but I do like them both. So cool. Well, I don't know what's going to happen next week. We could get a break because of the hurricane. People might be going home and then coming back. Oh my gosh. Do you remember when they had to take a break um, with Corinne that season? And then they came back and gosh, I'm remembering this like terribly, but Dean and um, what's her face? Christina Christina. were a couple on the beach. They took the break. They came back and Dean was like, no, I'm not feeling it anymore. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Bad memories. uh, Danielle, Danielle L, I believe, yeah, came there, and it was yeah, that was that was a bad summer for Dean, who was apparently who was apparently the king of this now, but we won't get into that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. I'll try to keep up more with the news for actual updates, so we're not just speculating here. Um, But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And thank you, Vince, for coming on. Super, super fun. Um, You definitely have a lot of knowledge, as I said. And so it was really fun (laughs) talking about this episode with you. Yes, I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. So thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back next week on Wednesday to talk about episode nine of Bachelor in Paradise.